Welcome back. And now, Salvador Garcia, the man, the myth, the legend. How's it going, my friend? It's going good. I'm I'm glad that we finally got this podcast going. I know. I've I've missed this. I've missed you. I hope you're doing well. I, I, I'm glad to hear that you're safe from Hurricane Ian, yeah, Sal One, Ian we Zero. Won. Yeah. We won. I yeah. literally went out there and I I Leoto Machida front kicked it. And, you know. You're welcome. <laughs> kicked it you kicked it into my direction though. Yeah, yeah, down. my bad. There was a lot of rain up in up in O Town. O Town. It was crazy because dude, like literally for me, there was like there was a few panels that flew off the roof, but there was a lot of rain. But right. then I'm hearing about like five miles away, like it was genuinely like a tragedy for like a lot of people. Like there was people being rescued off their roofs, and like yeah. like schools had water over the roofs. And I was like, "What is going on?" And then somebody was like, "Oh, flash floods." And I was just like, "Oh, I'm an idiot. I don't even know what that means." <laughs> it so, was real bad in Key West. I uh, know, and like, Fort Myers had like sharks in the streets. And- <laughs> craziness sharks with laser beams attached yeah. to their heads. yeah I, I saw a couple of tweets are saying it, it was florida initiation week for all new <laughs> florida residents that's uh yeah it, it's funny how this just makes people get more mad at florida it's like this is weather <laughs> like we're not, we're not doing this this is yearly bro this this <laughs> happens yeah i mean i was gonna actually for our fantasy fight of the week i was gonna be like all right hurricanes or earthquakes <laughs> and for me that's just a no-brainer like i'm yeah. gonna pick earthquakes must be like i've lived through some earthquakes out in california nothing nothing too crazy but yeah. you don't you don't know they're coming like you just wake up in your bed shaking and that's not something you're used to yeah I, i've never been through one of them but i can imagine it's pretty terrifying <laughs> yeah or, like hur- hurricanes you, you've got time to prepare they're telling you to evacuate but i'm i'm the person who's just like it's not gonna happen like they're just trying to milk this so i'm i'm always captain goes down with his ship which is not the right mentality to have i'm sure when when it gets too bad <laughs> uh, we'll prepare when it's here <laughs> yeah we'll prepare tomorrow yeah we'll figure it out yeah i but, can swim uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can swim Dude, I'm not going to lie. Those were some great fights, though, Saturday night. Like, that card was, like, everybody was like, oh, they're just getting ready for, you know, the Abu Dhabi card. But Mm. this, this was a card. You know, I think it might just be because of how much I've watched at this point. But, like, these cards where they say there's no names, I recognize a lot of names on the card. For sure. For sure. Like, I, I was... I was actually excited for hearing yeah. like a lot of those fighters. I mean, even you got you got Randy Costa opening, and yeah, that was a, was a shocker. First of all, <laughs> that was a shocker. shocker? Everybody's like, "Well, I don't maybe I how think, fast." I think everybody who was like betting on that card was probably like, "Oh, Randy's gonna win in the first round or something like that." I don't. I I think people were counting out uh, Kennedy. I, I really think. I mean, he was like a plus three hundred underdog. Yeah. It's showing plus 225. Yeah. Well, but I mean, shout out to him. He got it done. 42 years old. Yeah, there's three three underdogs that won in a row on this card. <laughs> that Chelsea How was Brendan Chandler, Allen an underdog? That was a weird one for me. I was like, why yeah. is Brendan Allen an underdog? Like, I, I really didn't understand that. He's been showing just 
improvement for I mean he's seven and two in the UFC. Yeah. And he's, he's young. Nice, nice he's really streak. young. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the dude can fight. You know who's who's controlling these lines? Yanni the Greek. That's why they're all off. Dude, did you have you seen these videos about Yanni? <laughs> no. Dude, okay, that's you're just saying this randomly. Well, because I know that his picks are. I think he he they showed his like his record. It's at awful. the end of the contender series. Yeah, and it was atrocious. Yeah, like seriously, if you want like good betting, check out James Krause or yeah. of course, of course, myself. <laughs> yeah, my bets and James Krause is all you need. That's it. Yeah, that's it, and you're, and you're rich. I <laughs> and and Chael Sonnen, Chael P. Sonnen. Yeah, just go against Chael, and you're yeah, you're gonna... and you're set for life. I love that you texted like during that uh during the Sadiq Yusuf fight, you're just like, I know Jared has money on the other <laughs> guy right now. And, I was, and then I'm like, all right, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna prove Sal wrong once yeah, and for all. No. And then 30 seconds later, he's just <laughs> annihilated. I, was, I mean, oh. the guy was preparing to fight Giga Jikaze. Like this was a considerable step down in competition. Yeah, but the other guy played college football. <laughs> he can tackle. His name is Don. <laughs> Shameless. Yeah. Shameless. I mean, yeah, just, that that was probably the easiest fight I've ever watched. So what? I lost a few dollars on him. So what? Yeah, you live, you learn, you know? Yeah, you know where I did win money, though? What? On Yawn. Oh, you picked Yawn? I did. I did. Well, you know how I feel about Mackenzie. I don't know. I thought you liked Mackenzie. I don't know where all this hatred comes from. Do I need to get into it? I mean, we, I she was the main to. event. We can get you can get into it. I don't. I don't want to get into like. Oh, you don't want to get disliking into somebody because this is a positive podcast. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say it's not that I dislike Mackenzie at this point. It's just that I actually yo love Yawn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel you're such feel, a fan of the opposing. Yes. Side. Yes. Right. And I was so happy for her win. Gotcha. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and on, this was the best that I've ever felt about, uh, Uriah's coaching too. Like I was like very happy for him to have a win. Like alpha. That's male two, that's two win. main events back to back for alpha. Male. I know. I know. Pretty nice. I know. Yeah. It, it was funny because Jason Perillo is an awesome coach too, but I was really rooting against him this time. <laughs> Why? Oh, well, sorry, sorry. I know why. <laughs> I keep asking why. I'm so perplexed. You know what? Okay. Going into this fight, I, I did have Yon as well. Did you? I did. We never got to talk about our picks, I don't think, but I had Yon. I just, I don't think Mackenzie is good. She's good. Her jujitsu is very, very good. But yeah, the, but this is the not... wrestling is not there and the striking is not there. And obviously, I, I'm, you know, I can't crap on their skills because I can't do any of that. Yeah, but she can... she's still very young in the in the division. I think she should retire. Wow, <laughs> just straight, just straight. I told I told you two episodes ago that Tony Ferguson shouldn't retire. Should, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that Mackenzie, she's on the way out right now. Wow. Yeah. I don't believe that. I think she is showing improvement fight to fight. Mm-hmm. How old is Mackenzie? She's not that old, right? She's like 46. <laughs> She's hitting Glover age. Yeah. Mackenzie's 29. Yeah. I two or three years, maybe. A couple more wins. I could see it's... her going five rounds with Valentina. <laughs> That's, ah. That's a peak. 
<laughs> um, no, she's she's really good. She's tricky on the ground. She almost had Yan out a couple times, so it wasn't like she got dominated or anything. I saw a lot of people saying that it was a robbery, and that Mackenzie should have won. What do you mean um, a lot of people? Like, are you just talking the majority about like, of people saying that was a robbery? I think but, all of those people, because I've heard some of them. I've heard like like Aljo said that it was a draw, if anything, mm. and. I, I think I all those. See that. I think all those people had money on Mackenzie. Yeah, I could I see th- a draw, but I don't. I can't see a, a win for Mackenzie. No, dude. I honestly believe if you're de- defending submissions, that's honestly more impressive than mm. the person who's just throwing up submissions for four and a half minutes. Right, and not getting them. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Like- what Jan did on the feet too, I feel right. Like no, that that wins the fight. She she actually yeah. rocked her. Like this, yeah. what are we? We're we're definitely talking about what's more important and damage is. And if you're not able to damage the person with your submission, I'm I'm going for the person who's defending it successfully. I mean, and then you can take that that uh, logic and look back at the I think it was Billy Quarantillo and Andre Philly fight. He had right. his back. He was trying to get the submission, but he wasn't yes. getting the submission, and he was just getting punched in the face. And I, yes. I feel like damage should be rated way higher than anything else over yeah. control over, over all of that, because that's ultimately, you know, what you're trying to do. You're trying to hurt the other person. Yeah, what are we talking here? Are we talking Gordon Ryan fights, or are we talking <laughs> some good old that fashion? guy's on the juice, bro? <laughs> that I, yeah, put McKenzie in with Gordon Ryan. Yeah, I'm taking McKenzie. Yeah, give her a good jujitsu mat. Jujitsu, jujitsu. Or she could go to one championship and fight for the jujitsu belt. I mean, why doesn't she? You know, the thing is, though, she's probably not. She's probably not even the best, though. That's probably why she's doing mixed martial arts. She's probably like, Um, I know she's won national championships, but like, she's pretty decorated, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but now, like, that was yeah. Like, when was her last jujitsu match? Look this up. I mean, it's not like she's gotten any worse. I mean, in her jujitsu, there's no way she got any worse. Maybe her MMA is not as great yet. She was talking about how she was like, you know, it's you know, she can't just go about winning rounds. She's got to really get per, get the people out of there. And mm. my point is, it's not like Jan's got this amazing jujitsu, and she was able to defend for a good amount of time. She she had minutes. To make that submission, she had her in one. Um, I think it was a head and arm, and it looked like it was done, and she yeah. got out. But I'm, I, I'm honestly giving more credit to Jan than I am discrediting Mackenzie's performance because she didn't look bad. She did mm-hmm. almost get her out a couple times. Jan is just really tough, and a freaking sniper on the feet. So I, I don't want to be like <laughs> you. Obviously, went to the extreme. You say she re- she should retire, but that was not an extreme. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an extreme, just a little bit. But I don't really mean it. But I don't think she should be discouraged by that performance at all. Obviously, no. there's things she could work on, but you know, she could. I she's definitely gonna. She'll be a staple at, at straw weight for a couple years. Who do you think Jan should fight next? Um, that's a tricky situation. I think just because you. You can't say who she should fight without determining who should fight at the very top. Because mm-hmm. I think that Marina Rodriguez and Rose Namajunas need to fight mm-hmm. for number one contendership to fight whoever wins Carla Whaley. 
And then I guess you put Jan with the loser of Marina versus um, Rose. Besides that, I don't, I don't really see any other matchups at Strawweight. I think on Jessica Andrade is back at Strawweight, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe you could put her in there with did her. Marina, but... Did Marina fight Jan? Marina beat Jan. That's why. Yeah, so like that a, was so Carla and Marina. Carla and Marina both beat yeah. Jan. Those were her two losses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So you, it's like you don't really know what to do with her. Um. What What did Carla do to win against Jan? TKO. So she really? finished her. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how did Carla finish her and then have the fight that she had with Rose? I don't blame Carla in that fight. No, 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 I don't. I don't really either. Because she, I mean, that's just like that's not far off from her normal performances. She couldn't get Rose down, so she just. It was more on Rose. She TKO'd uh, Yan on the ground. Yes. Yeah, she took her down. I remember that fight. She took her down. (laughs) I remember that fight because whatever the main event was was very exciting, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this might be like a, a three round snooze fest. Yeah, because she you know she just kind of takes him down and grinds on him, which is very effective. Uh, but then she finished her. And I was like, "Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> let's, get to, let's get to the main event." <laughs> but uh, yeah, very tricky situation because she's also coming off of two losses. That was her first win since 2020, I think. Well, she impressed me. Yeah, and it was like it was a fight that I was not really like. Oh, the, like I wasn't really looking forward to it, but it uh, yeah, it impressed me. There was a okay, Chelsea Chandler though. Yeah, she's, dude, she's dangerous. She's oh got some hard God. punches. She's big. She's really big for if she can make thirty five. That's a big one, thirty five. Right. Um, and she just manhandled it. Uh, I don't know how you say her name, Julia. Yeah, it was interesting. So many people said Julia, and then there was the uh, Julia. Like there was people saying Julia, Julia. and then because uh, it's it's spelled a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's J U L I J A. I heard the commentary saying uh, Julia, and then I heard Bruce say Julia. So I was like, and they brought up the A team. Like I haven't, yeah, I yeah. haven't heard John Anik in the Apex in a long time. But I know that was pleasant. I heard it. I heard his voice. I was like, oh, okay, we get John. Hey, no, we like didn't John. get John. Mark Zuckerberg got John. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we didn't get John. Dude, there's like videos of his wife at the mm-hmm. event, like freaking out because uh, of people fighting it was pretty funny she's like i, I was like i heard mckenzie's like her favorite fighter yeah they tried to cover that up but i mean i think we all know that he he bought out the event i don't know if you did buy it though like a not buy like he rented out the the arena but do you think he actually gave money i think dana yeah. might have just invited him well if he was gonna invite him he wouldn't not allow media and and fans you know what i mean like at least the media Okay, his tweet was like, it's very cryptic. He basically said, like, Mark Zuckerberg renting out the Apex is BS. And I think that's the way that Dana usually plays off things because then two days later, mm-hmm. they were in the Apex, like, just them. And so I think basically what he's saying is he didn't rent it out. Like, we just basically had him there because, and we didn't want him to get harassed by fans or media, which is so crazy. Like, there's, yeah. In my opinion, there's way more famous people who are still at events around media. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, Deontay Wilder goes to the Apex to watch fight nights literally every weekend. Yeah, but Deontay's not a robot. 
<laughs> oh, true, true. He's not a lizard person. Yeah, he's not a lizard. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I don't know. I also don't care too much about that situation. I think everyone kind of got over it pretty fast. <laughs> it's like, you know, I was. It was. It was like a kind of like a throwback Apex event. Okay, what if he was there for research to do a VR experience for watching? They are doing that. That's what I'm saying. Wow, how cool would that be? They're developing that. Um, I don't know if it's with Facebook. Maybe Uh they're involved somehow. But they, I know that they are developing that. Can you imagine putting a headset on and you're literally ringside? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be sick. I would be so jealous of you guys. I'd be like, I'd be like, wait, take your headset off. Let's hang out and watch fights like old time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I get dizzy with that stuff. The VR, I can't do it for more than like twenty minutes before. You've like, done it. You've done it some like some cool ones, or not really. The Oculus, not not a, uh, mm-hmm. not like those super fancy ones. Yeah, my brother can do it for hours. I don't know how he doesn't get no, sick. He's or young. Anything. That's how. Yeah. He's, he's born like in new, the VR world. Yeah, he's a new breed. He's like Bruce Springsteen of VR. But I, I play for 10 minutes and I feel like I'm going to vomit. It's just... <laughs> like, I can't play anymore. Your brother like vomits on actual roller coasters. Like, no, this is fun. And he's just like, no, just my VR set. They have like scary VR stuff and it uh-huh. it is genuinely terrifying. Really? Yeah, dude. It, it's very, very scary because it's louder than you expect it to be because hmm. there's no headphones or anything. It's just it's speakers that are really close to your ear. What? And it's very freaky. Uh, I do not recommend. Is like, the funniest is people who are like working out with a VR set, like, <laughs> like outside, like but they're probably they're like in Australia in their, <laughs> in their VR headset, like they're like snorkeling in like the Great oh. Barrier Reef, but they're just standing. Like, just out. go outside <laughs> and fight a kangaroo, bro. Just come on, <laughs> yeah. spar with that dude. They're all fantasy like, fight of the yeah. week: a VR set versus a kangaroo. <laughs> An Australian versus a kangaroo. <laughs> Oi. Oi. Um, um, so we were out for a little bit. So we yeah, missed some, some big stuff. Happened. stuff. Yeah. Some stuff happened. I got up some notes. I got up some, you know, go through, go through, some of the go through your big notes. stuff. Go, let's um, see if you got it all. Talking about, you were just talking about Dana's tweets being cryptic. Yeah. I don't know if this is cryptic or just plain like stupidness, but Hamza tweeted. 185 mm-hmm. that's that was the tweet tweeted 185 yeah. then maybe two days later uh tweeted that he wants to fight colby covington dude he's a madman he just doesn't what's know what he doesn't know who's in what weight class that's what's going on <laughs> he, he thinks colby covington's a heavyweight and he's yeah. for, no See, i i think he's um i think he should fight colby i think that's the fight to make i think the quickest thing for him is to get to that 170 belt um, that's where he's been the most part. And, um, I, I'm a major fan of that fight. Oh yeah. And I think it needs to happen. And I know he can make 170. He just needs to be disciplined. Yeah. Honestly, I think at this point, it's not up to him at all. It's probably, it's probably the brass is still kind of like, uh, do we let him fight at 70? Should he go to middleweight? Cause even Dana saying that in the media, like we don't know, <laughs> we don't know where to put him right now. Um, but I would like to see that Kobe fight. He should just get like all these 170 fights and then just still show up at 180. And, <laughs> and he's like, you don't want to fight me. <laughs> they're going to have to move the card around every time. <laughs> yeah. They have no choice. Yeah. He's like, um, so his former opponent, Kevin Holland, 
also mm-hmm. retired since the last time that we talked. I've seen different opinions on it. Um, sure. I think he's retired. You do? I think he's retired. Um, I can also understand Dana's point, talking, you know, that he's an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. And he got paid and, you know, he had a, a rough night out pretty much. Um, but I think he's retired. I think he got his money. He said before that he doesn't like fighting. And uh, I mean, do you I think he got? Do you think he ended up getting pay per view points for that? Probably. They probably. I mean, the way he was just celebrating, I think that was more than like, let's give you an extra fifty k or something like that. You know, I think he got compensated nicely. I'm. I bet. I bet he got one of those in the mailbox million dollar checks. Yeah, and Dennis sending him shoes and stuff. Like, yeah, I bet there was a million dollar check in those shoes. <laughs> There's three. <laughs> he's of like, them. he's like, hey, make sure your socks are clean. Yeah, like here for for to put it into context, he gave one of the Nelk boys like two hundred thousand dollars, right? For existing, I think that for guy's not even a man, he's a boy. Yeah, for saving a card, I think hopefully he gave him some nice money. Yeah, Dana White's got a good amount of cash. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he reti- he's actually retired or is it a stunt? Um, I think he'll come back. I think he's taking a nice breather. Mm, okay. I to get the, the nice, pressure off nice his back. Hiatus. Yeah, I think yeah. there's fights to come back for. Um, like when oh, one hundred percent. When stuff settles down. Yeah. Like him versus Sean Strickland would just be amazing. Or the D Rod fight. I'd still want to watch that. Definitely. But like or Sean him Strickland, in the leech or something. Yeah, but I'm thinking like just put his personality because he's very much like a Sean O'Malley like type. He's yeah. big, big on the social media, big on the Twitch, like big streamer. Like get him personality fights because. So then know. you want him at 85 again? Is because that would yeah. have to be. You yeah, that's true. That's true. And he was doing really well at 170. I think he still make a run at 170. I think so too. I think. I don't Hamza Hamza's not gonna stay at 170 for too long. Like I'm I'm sure he'll do whatever he has to do to get to the belt, but it's inevitable that he's gonna want to move up and get the second belt. And I think he, he should train. Train with Hamza. Yeah, I mean they said they like each other after the, yeah, the fight. Get some get some really good like wrestling and defense on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you can defend that guy's <laughs> takedowns, you're pretty set. But and yeah, Hamza doesn't want to fight wrestlers. I mean, I think that's why he said the Robert Whitaker thing that he just, mm-hmm. you know, he really likes him and he doesn't want to fight him. It's because he doesn't want to fight somebody with good wrestling. That's a fun fight. Yeah. It is a very fun fight. Yeah. Him I want Bo, Bo Nickel versus Hamza right now is the fight to make. I'm <laughs> with Ariel on this. Yeah. It needs to happen soon. They could book that. It would be massive. Like I know yeah. it'd be more massive if Hamzat was like the belt holder, and then Bo Nickel like you know worked his way up for a little while. Yeah. But I want that this year. Well, I mean, then you can also look at it like you do it now, and then there's a rematch when it's for the title. You know, what I mean, for like sure. Milk Tooth big fights out of it. They're just such major prospects. Like it's it's one of those things that it's gonna hurt the UFC's wallet to get one of those guys a loss. I mean, and this guy's already pretty uh, opinionated and, and loud. Bo, I so, like him. I, oh, yeah, you're a fan? I, I am. I am. I'm a fan of his if, if his, uh, his skills. That was very impressive. Do you um, not like how, like, professional and, like, athlete-like he comes off? Um, He's just very, he's very vocal. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I don't like him. I'm just... Yeah. Uh, 
I'm I'm gonna have to get used to him, you know. He is something new to get used to. Yeah, he's very brash in comparison yeah. to like other people that have come in. But then again, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's not being authentic. I think that is <laughs> that's how he is. When you grow up straight, just wrestling. Yeah. And at like, the level that he's doing it, I mean, I know. That's uh, that's expected. Hey, we also missed. Uh, I don't know if this is in your notes, but we got a 17 year old now in the UFC. Oh yeah, that was way more impressive than I thought it was going to be. That Wild kid is fight. that kid is a high level for for his age. That's <laughs> Wild crazy. fight. And I can say kid because I'm one year older than him. You know, you can you I can get that privilege. But uh, I'm excited for him. Like I'm excited yeah. for those are going to be some cool fights. I like what Aljo said. I said I'd be shocked if he's not a champion by 25. I bet he'll be a champion at like 21. Yeah, I think it could be earlier. I think he yeah. means like if by 25 you're still not there. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like really, bro? Come on. He's gotten knocked out a few times if he's yeah. not. <laughs> you got eight years in here. But think about that. <laughs> think about how crazy that is. That he's coming in now. By the by the time he's 25, if he's still in the organization, that's seven years of experience at 25. That that's wild. F- I just, UFC experience, highest level. I mean, and that's a fun division too. That to throw yourself into, you know. So, what division is he again? I forgot. Bantamweight, thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. That's that's stacked for days. <laughs> it's my favorite division right now. Yeah, I'd have to it, agree with you there. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. there was some good bantamweight fights this weekend. Um, there was. Yeah, Raoni Barcelos. Yes. That guy looked great. And Mike Mike Jones, that's bantamweight, right? Mike Jones. He's who fought him, isn't he? Trevin Jones. Yeah. Trevin. Wait, who did Mike Jones fight? Uh, Mike Davis. I think Mike Davis, okay. Yeah, that's 55. <laughs> See, there you go. Talk, okay, going back guy, to the people good. underrating this card, that was yeah. a fight that I was actually really looking forward to. It mm-hmm. disappointed in, in, the long, in the long run. But uh, Did you not think... Uh, you had the other guy, didn't you? I had Mike. Oh, you did? I thought he would have stood with him a little more, though. I think he kind of took a safe route, which is what you're supposed to do in a fight. And, you know, he said he was uh, disappointed in his performance. So yeah. I like that he he um, he owned up to it. But I thought that would have been a war, you know? No, the war was saved for, um, for uh, Santos. Santos. The... Uh... The guy from uh, Charles's gym. Oh yeah! That, wow, that come that comeback. Oh my god, Daniel Santos, right? Sexy Mexi almost had him out of there. Yes. Like, I thought it was over. That was wild. I thought it was over. He was chicken legs. I, like it looked like it was done. Dude, I got up from the couch uh, after that first round, and I go, "I bet this is the kind of guy who's just gonna come back." Like I said this to Emily while she was putting <laughs> really? together like this new entertainment center, uh-huh. and I'm just I walk away. I'm getting some ice, and I'm just like, "I bet he's just gonna like do something crazy in this second round," and then that's what happened. It's the blonde hair, man. There's something with these these people from this camp with blonde hair, dude. Because they They're train invincible. hard, they knock each other out. You know, I was thinking about it's like. You can see them almost telling their brain no to being hurt. Right. They're like, no, I'm not hurt right now. <laughs> like, no, no, this is not happening. It's not how I'm like, going I get out. hurt. I get hurt like this on the daily in training. It's incredible, man. They just, they like negate being hurt. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. I'm a fan. Charles oh, is getting yeah. ready. Get that belt back. 
So I don't I think I know what your pick is on that fight. You you say you got Charles? Oh, I have Charles every day of the week. Okay. And how do you see Charles getting it done? However he wants. I think his jujitsu will be too much. And I think uh even if Islam hurts him, Charles will hurt him way worse on the feet. Right. You don't yeah. think he's just gonna try and take it down immediately though? Charles? Uh Islam. If he takes him down immediately, I think that th- Charles's threats of jujitsu will be too much, and he'll be able to get him out. That you know, that's actually interesting, an interesting dynamic that I feel like, like he he definitely hasn't faced before. Yeah, at that level, definitely um, not. That's, I think uh, I think everything Charles is going to do will be too much for Islam. Like it, it's this is like predicting the Sean O'Malley fight. Like it's a, it's just a level of competition. That's way higher than he's faced before. Yeah. That until I'm proven wrong that Islam beats Charles, I'm sticking on the side of who I, and I actually really do like Islam at this point. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm it's entertaining. I've come around, like he is entertaining, but yeah. I, I just have love for Charles. It's interesting. Like in that last fight with Justin, I was just so happy when he won that fight. Yeah. Because of, of the weigh-ins and all that. I was just like, I don't know. It just felt good. It felt like as good as like Leon Edwards' he- uh, head kick. Like it's just, there's yeah. certain fighters that you just connect with on a higher level. And Charles is that for me um, from, from Brazil. And I just, uh, I'm, I'm calling, I'm calling a Charles Oliveira, Either submission or TKO. It's not going to go the distance. He's going to get Islam out of there and get his belt back. Interesting. You know, I think I don't even think Khabib faced a level of a grappler that no way of Charles. No way. Like they, I don't think anybody knows how to prepare for this guy. No. It's and just he just another... keeps getting better. Yeah, getting right. better. way like better, this... dude. Who's knocked out Chandler? Oh my god! I jumped up screaming for joy i don't want to be a hater obviously right. against michael chandler but that was one of the most satisfying wins that i've ever witnessed and he's a fight. world champion like michael chandler yeah. is a tough dude like not, not many people has, have knocked him out and to his credit he almost had him out of there too like literally almost had him out yeah. that was that to me was the start of this new charles that we're witnessing and Every single one of his fights is probably since one then. of the most exciting fights that I've ever watched. But but like since then, it was like he went right from Chandler to a great fight with Dustin Poirier to a great mm-hmm. fight with Justin Gaethje to now it's going to be a great fight with Islam. I saw a stat that if he beats Islam, he will have beaten the entire top five of the lightweight division in under er, in a year and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is he's that's the best. crazy. He is the true ta- uh, true champion. It's crazy. He gets this win. He is the lightweight goat. I think so. I think so. And it's it's crazy because this is a guy who didn't have this like just perfect career. No. Yeah, he's, I mean he's and people he's still bring it up to this day, which is kind of weird. I think like at this point, it's so long ago. He was like twenty when he came in. Yeah. I mean that's he was a kid. Yeah. Fighting super. I think his first win was against Darren Elkins. Imagine being that young and he finished Darren Elkins. And you like can't he, even see in the octagon. It'd be like yeah, yeah, exactly. in there. It's like it's like I should be the goat now. And his striking didn't look this developed until recently. Like he's just put it together. Yeah. So I don't think you can ever really talk about his prior losses or any of that. Like and through struggling, he became the most prolific submission artist, I think, in the history of the UFC. So when I, I mean, heard that clip of Justin Gaethje 
I didn't need to hear anything else talking about how hard he hits. And I'm like, okay, this is a guy who is considered the hard hitter. And Justin's (laughs) talking about, he has never felt what he felt in there. He said in the first 10 seconds, he was hurt bad, like bad, not just kind of rock, like almost out of there. (laughs) That fight. I need to just go back and dude, you know what I've been doing since Uh uh, it's been a while since we've talked is I've just been going back and listening to fights that I haven't, Mm -hmm. that I didn't get to experience. I've been just going through on YouTube a lot of the historic fights that I missed because I wasn't a fan at that time. You know what's funny? I was doing the same. Really? And I, I found this channel. I want to shout them out because the content is awesome. Yeah. They basically put together. So, like, for the first one I watched, for example, was uh, Dan Henderson and Daniel Cormier. Uh-huh. And it puts together all the embeddeds, uh, like, all the good snippets of it, all the interviews. Okay. Yeah. Oh, basically all the lead up and then the, the fight highlights and the, the clips and all that. Yeah. And so you get to basically live the the hype and the experience of the fight. Um, And so I've been going through and watching those because, you know, just touching up on my MMA knowledge. They're, they're, it's good. It's a yeah. good thing to do. The channel's called Larone. Larone? Yeah. Right. Larone. A-L. Shout out to Larone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's great to look to look back at, at old fights and. You know, let me tell you the one, the one that really was exciting for me mm-hmm. was Chael versus Anderson Silva. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, I uh, was like undefeated, that is, undisputed. That is a crazy fight because I've only ever heard about it. But uh-huh. like going through it. Oh, my God. I don't. It was crazy that that happened to Chael at the end of that fight because he was just dominating. Oh, yeah. Dominating against someone who looked completely unbeatable. Right. No one could beat Anderson Silva at that point. Dude, that was one of the most exciting fights. Like, I wish I watched that live because of how exciting it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't know how old I was at that point. I went I back and watched a lot. I watched, watched a lot of John Jones fights this week, too. Did you watch him in, in Sonnen? I did. Or I did that. Tore I did, his toe off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did the DC ones. I did uh, I did his his debut in the UFC. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Very interesting. Uh, John's debut? Yes. Yeah. I forgot who he fought, but um, but it was cool. I can't remember either, yeah. I watched recently um, Izzy's uh, debut. I got to go back and watch uh, Izzy versus uh, Calvin. Oh, that's a good... You didn't watch that yeah. one? No, I did, but oh, like, okay, okay. I, I was like just getting into it. I'm. Uh, yeah. That's an awesome fight. Yeah, that's probably the most exciting fight he's been in ever. Yeah, <laughs> and until, that's the only exciting fight he's ever yeah. been in. <laughs> yeah, until this next one. Oh man, Alex Pereira is literally training on. I think obviously, I think he was like making fun of Adesanya, yeah, he's just, but he's just trolling him. At he's this still point. doing it. I mean, he's hitting pads like full force on a hoverboard. <laughs> it's like, what are you, how are you doing this? <laughs> And he's, he's hitting, wild. he's doing bow and arrows and hitting <laughs> like tennis balls right through the middle. Yeah. That is a terrifying man and and everything. Yeah. He seems so kind though. <laughs> he seems like he a gentle. kind eyes. <laughs> His soul is so sweet. Yeah. I mean, killer. <laughs> I'm very excited for that fight. Um. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. All right, I have I a. We yeah, what do you have? What do you have? 
I have a couple more points before cool. we uh, wrap yeah. it up here. Cool, man. Scott Coker coming out and saying that they've been in contact with Nate Diaz. Do you think Nate Diaz will go to Bellator? As his next move? No. No? I don't. What do you think his next move is? I think Nate Diaz is going to do some boxing against Jake Paul mm. as his next move. I think uh, I think he'll be there. I think there's one of Nate's uh, fighters is on that card, uh, on the Jake Paul card. And I think okay, Nate Diaz yeah, will I, be I heard there. of that. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he, he seemed like a cool dude. Um, but I think Nate Diaz will be there. I think Jake Paul will win that fight, sadly. And I think really Nate what? Is, yeah, I do. I do. Wow. Even after yeah. watching all the those Anderson fights, yeah, Jake Paul's gonna knock him out, which sucks. Oh man. no way! Yeah, I could see sucks. him winning a decision. I don't see him knocking him out. His chin never got hit like that, unless they're doing some kind of, you know, like, hey, take a dive and. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a dive. Cash. I think I think Jake Paul's really good at boxing at this point. But does he hit that hard that he can sleep Anderson Silva? I don't think so. Yes. He does. Man. Yeah. I just, Anderson doesn't really get hit. He's going to. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm, I really want to watch that fight. I haven't watched any of the other Jake Paul fights, but I want to watch that one. I want to see how that goes down. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Jake Paul fan here. I'm just telling you. No, no. I think, (laughs) I I think, yeah, yeah. I think the training, I -hmm. think the money. I think the whole package of what he's got going on, I think is very, uh, very calculated right now. So then let me take it back to your point with like the Sean O'Malley and Peter Young fight. Yeah. That the level is so much higher and mm-hmm. the experience, he has what, 20 years of experience on him, if not more. Yeah. You don't think that factors in, even though it's in a different sport? No, because yeah, that's why it doesn't. Because Anderson Silva doesn't have twenty years of boxing experience. But technically, he has way more than. I just striking. Alone. Yeah, but I mean, Jake's a young, hungry dude with this. Like, I, I don't know. I I just see this being different. I know he's like this YouTuber, but I I'm at at this point I'm separating him in my mind. Yeah, at, yeah. At this point, he's not just a YouTuber. He's not just a. But even he, then, I mean, in terms of how many wins he has and his experience, that's not like putting a I know, three, four year pro against Anderson Silva. I mean, I know Tyron Woodley's not an elite striker, but he knocked him out cold. So this guy can hit hard. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anderson's also a lot bigger than anyone he's faced, I think. That's, that's for me where this fight changes. Just on his reach, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I think they're doing at 190. So he's not even gonna if be he loses. Down. Even if he loses, he could still get a Nate Diaz fight going. You know, here's my prediction. I don't think Nate Diaz is gonna. I think he's done. I don't think he's gonna fight anywhere. Ooh. I don't think he wants to fight. I think he just, you know, that's like how that he talks. Because he doesn't need to fight at all. No, he doesn't. He's got his team of guys, which he's very supportive of. Yeah, he can just kind of be a figure with his guys, and you know that guy's—he's loaded. It's not like he's short for cash, so that's that's the way to go at this point, honestly. And he had a great fight. 
to leave, you know. It was against another legend. I think that's a that's a nice way to go out. Maybe yeah. the, the fight I can see I'm coming back for is something with Connor. I don't know where it would happen if it's boxing or in the UFC. Ping pong. <laughs> just a good game of table tennis. Table ping pong, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's where um, I see it going. I'm with you. I, yeah. I like that. I like that take. That's a hot take there. Hot take. So uh <laughs> I know that we have this is a shorter show today. It's all good, man. Do you want to cram man. in some fantasy matchups? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, we'll cram in a fantasy. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want to start us off? No, you take her. Oh, man. You got your setup music? I do have my setup music. Let's see. Right. Let's see. You know, actually, for the clips, the setup music is uh, very inconvenient. So I'm going to forego the... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let you we'll get, get it, give you guys an inside look into the, the editing of a fighting camp. <laughs> you want a snare roll? I have a drum yeah. here. <laughs> All right. My fantasy matchup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My fantasy matchup fantasy? Yeah. is Bobby Lee versus Brendan Schaub. Five Ooh. rounds, bare knuckle, two minute rounds. How you, and how will it go down? Book it. <laughs> Bobby Knuckles, nut shot. Not Bobby Knuckles, sorry. <laughs> Bobby Knuckles is going to be in Bobby Lee's corner. Yeah, Bobby Lee nutshot. That's that's what I'm calling. And and that'll like give him the win, or it'll give Brendan five minutes to recover. Five minutes, and then he's going to come back with like with uh with a B and sting him, sting him or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He'll get real creative with it. That's good. That's my prediction. I like that. Yeah. All What's right. What's your right. uh, fantasy matchup? My fantasy, my fantasy matchup. My, You're my so excited. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me start this over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get cool. This week's fantasy fight: Jack Black versus Jack White. Oh, the battle of the colors. The true race war. <laughs> Book Man. it. And what I want this matchup. to be just a match of the Jacks. Mm -hmm. All they're going to do is drink Jack Daniels to see who blacks out first. Oh, that's a different kind of fight. That's the true fight. Who are you picking on that, though? Um, Who's the ultimate Jack? I mean, they're both rock stars. Mm -hmm. So they can both hang, I'm sure. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Jack Black. I like that. I like that yeah. pick. I yeah. think I'd lean Jack Black too. There you yeah. go. Just on body weight, you know, we're going, <laughs> we're going, uh, scientific here. Yeah, he's got to be able to. He's got to be able to throw him back. Yeah, yeah. Jack Black might start making like conceptual albums or something. I don't know. Yeah, and he's you know he's a or shallow white, how. Sorry. It's a shallow how that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to bring it up, bro. <laughs> well, All uh, right, man, well, we, we will... made it work today. Yes. We had no glitches. You didn't cut out once. This was awesome, nah, man. You I mean, sound, sound fresh. I shoot. I shoot off Ian. We, you know, we got it done. <laughs> got it done. <laughs> well, thank you, man. We will. We'll do uh, all of next week's fights when there's actual fights. Yeah, for sure. Have a good uh, week off, which is never fun. Yeah, my condolences to all UFC fans. I know this Saturday is going to be horrible for all of you. Uh, maybe go to the park or something. Yeah, just uh, have a picnic. The world. Yeah, hang out with your <laughs> hang out with Get your, out of your family, house, bro. <laughs> yeah, say hi to your kids. Take a shower, dude. 
<laughs> All right, later, man. Peace.